Section 5 of Stories from the Adirondacks by Albert A. Young. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Section 5 Bear Stories. Black bears are plenty in the Adirondacks, and perhaps the city reader will be interested in a few true stories concerning them. I can well remember the first bear I ever saw. It was when I was a lad of about sixteen years of age. My home was then in a sparsely settled region among the mountains, and one day in the fall of the year I had been out along a mountain road picking blackberries. I had filled my pail with the luscious fruit and was returning home, whistling merrily along the way. In going through a short piece of woods, imagine my surprise at seeing a big, black, shaggy animal jump into the road, not over a rod from me, and go running along ahead of me. Was I frightened? Well, I should say I was. I gave a yell like a Comanche Indian and took the back track. I ran one way and the bear the other. It would be hard to tell which was the most frightened. I do not know what became of my pail of berries. I did not have them when I stopped running. But I was young then. I have since seen many bears and killed quite a number. They have lost their terrors for me. I can recall catching a big bear alive in an old barn which stood in a back meadow near a forest. He was an old sheep thief, and had given the farmers round about any amount of trouble. One night a party of us determined to lay for the old fellow and give him a warm reception if he came around. We stationed ourselves behind the fence of the barnyard in which he had been plying his business of sheep-catching and waited. Presently we heard something tearing around inside the barn and we thought we would take a peep inside and see what it was. "'Gee whiz,' said one of the men. "'It's a bear in the barn there. Now let's take him captive.' So we crept around quietly and closed the barn door, and behold, his bearship was a prisoner. How he did snarl and rage and try to get out, but he was there to stay. All next day every man, woman, and child for miles around crowded about that barn, peering in through the cracks to see our prize. Finally, after exhibiting him long enough, we cast lots to ascertain who should have the bounty and pelt, and the lucky man took a gun and, pointing in through a knot-hole, shot Mr. Bruin dead. He was a huge fellow, and furnished bear-steak enough to last the whole neighborhood for many days. The greatest number of bears I ever saw together was five. They were having a camp meeting, I guess. I ran upon them without making my presence known, and stood watching them for some minutes. They would go up close to each other and rub their noses together. Then they would back up sit down on their haunches and look at each other. Then they would get up and all walk around in a circle. I soon got tired of watching their funny antics and sent a rifle bullet in among them, which had the effect of breaking up the meeting and killing one of the brethren. 
one time when hunting in the mountains i ran across two little bear cubs curled up in a hollow stump asleep and as the mother bear was not around to offer any objections i captured them put them in my pack basket and carried them home i shut them in a shed a little way from my house and left them there that night along toward morning i was awakened by a terrible racket out in the shed where my baby bears were confined i conjectured that the mother bear had come for her young and i was not mistaken for looking out i could see by the pale light of the moon that she was there tearing around that building like mad and the cubs were scratching and whining inside trying to get out to her my heart was touched with pity for the little things i made a noise to frighten the old bear away so she would not harm me and i went out quickly and released the little ones and off they scampered to join their parent i could have easily killed the old bear and the bounties from her and the cubs would have netted me a nice little sum of money but i did not have the heart to do so the end End of Section 5 End of Stories from the Adirondacks by Albert A. Young Recording by Roger Moline